Good morning and welcome to the Be Still podcast. I'm really thankful that you guys are here. And um, today's episode, (laughs) I'm actually renaming because I've already recorded this a couple of times, but God kind of led me to rename this. So this episode is going to be called, It's Not About You, It's About God. And today I'm kind of going to be talking about self-condemnation and how we need to look outside of ourselves in order to fulfill the purpose that God has for our lives. And I actually sent this podcast episode to my best friend, Angelica, aka Christian Girl Vibes on Spotify. And um, I was like, does this sound okay? Should I upload it as it is? And she was like, well, you can hear your little one playing in the background. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shoot. So he's sleeping right now. And I decided I would re-record. But yeah, this is a pretty good episode, I feel like, because I had a... um, Like, God was convicting me about this message um, last week while I was listening to Save Not Soft by Emmy Moore, which is such a good podcast. I love it. But um, so I was listening to that and I just got convicted about self-condemnation and um, I'll get into that later in the episode. But yeah, I just felt convicted to like work on it. I didn't really expect to make an episode on it, but then he was like, I want you to make an episode. And I was like, okay, what am I making an episode on? So he led me to Esther. I reread the entire book and I was like, okay, I get what you're saying. You want me to do an episode on looking past ourselves and looking to you. So that's basically what this episode is about. I'm going to open up in prayer and then I'll get started. So, Father, I pray that as I make this episode, that you speak through me. Holy Spirit, please dwell in this place. Please dwell in me and please speak through me. Let your light shine through me. Do not let, do not let imposter syndrome have a place here, Lord. I know that you have called me to do this. So I pray that this episode just conveys everything that you want to be spoken. I thank you for the message that you gave me, the inspiration that you gave me to make this. I thank you for the signs and the confirmations. And I just pray that this episode fulfills whatever it is you want to be released. And um, I just pray that I am confident as I speak. Please give me wisdom. Please sharpen my tongue. Allow me to remain humble but confident in you, Lord. I pray that the listener will be able to feel the Holy Spirit, feel your presence, Lord. Fill them with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so like I said, this episode is called It's Not About You, It's About God. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about essentially how God is a God of restoration and how he can exalt our weaknesses. And when I was thinking about making this episode, my first thought was to go to the book of Exodus because Moses and his speech impediment, that doubt that he has with God, that's like exactly what I wanted to emphasize in the episode. But then I was praying and I was like, no, that doesn't quite feel right. So I like closed my eyes and I just had him lead me to a, a a book in the Bible, and he led me to Esther, and I was like, okay, 
Esther. I wasn't expecting you to take me to Esther. I'm like, you're really going to have to show me what I'm looking for in this. Because that was like the last book in my mind. And, um, yeah. Um, sorry, I kind of lost my place in my notes. Um, but he just kind of revealed to me bits and pieces of that story that correspond to what he's been convicting me about. So I wanted to explain my circumstances in my life right now so you can kind of get a perspective on where I'm at, what I'm doing with my life. So right now, I am a single mom, and in this moment in time, I'm not in the best financial situation, but God, he in his goodness has made promises to me through confirmations, signs, and um, it's people speaking to me about these things and all of their, all of their um, words spoken over me, they all align with each other. So it's just beautiful how God works. But he promised me that he would provide for me and he told me that he wanted me to start a podcast and I was like, God... I know that you want me to do this, but I'm terrified because I don't feel like I speak well. Um, I can write perfectly, I feel like. Not perfectly, but, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of exaggerating. But I feel like I can write fairly well. But when it comes to speaking, I just, I really had a lot of doubt. And I spoke, I didn't speak life for myself in that situation. But he promised me he would provide for me. He was leading me to make a podcast. He told me he would restore my family, my nuclear family, because, again, I'm a single mom. He said that he would bring friends into my life, and he brought me my best friend, Angelica. Um, and then he told me that he's going to strengthen me and my gifts so that I can fulfill his purpose for my life. And what's interesting about that last one is he gave me prophetic dreams as to what I'm supposed to do with the gifts that he's given me. And I was like, how in the world do you expect me to do this? And I'm still kind of, um, I don't think about it so much in that way anymore. I just think about it as in he's going to grow me in those areas because I'm not quite there yet. But it's just amazing that he's chosen me for the path that he's chosen me to take. It's amazing that he just saw something inside of me that um, he's just leading me to become little child of God that gets to fulfill his purpose for my life and I'm really excited so um yeah when he told me these things I was doubtful and I was I was silly because I was doubtful I heard all of these things being promised to me and it just felt like boom 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 one after another promise 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 and I remember thinking you know God I don't deserve this please give it to someone who does. I I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I am, I have the capability of doing this. Like, I had so much doubt in my mind, and I was thinking that was humility, that I didn't feel like I deserved this. But uh, God kind of, he convicted me and told me that, there, that it was self-condemnation. And the reason that it was self-condemnation is that humility is not looking at yourself and saying, I'm undeserving, I don't deserve to do this, I can't do this. Um, it's saying, you know, God, you called me to do this, so I'm just going to trust in your character, and I'm going to abandon my own wants, my own needs, my own perspective, 
and I'm just going to fully put my trust in you. So just use me as a vessel and um, I want to do your work. And it does take a leap of faith. It does take a bit of confidence. No, it takes a lot of confidence in the Lord. Um, complete humility in yourself. So that's what true humility is. It's abandoning your own wants, your own needs, and trusting in the Lord's goodness and that he is going to provide for you and that he is going to fulfill the promises that he made to you. Because we so wrongfully assume that God has human human attributes. We so wrongly assume that he is untrustworthy. He does not provide for his children. He does not hear his children. He is capable of abandoning his children. Oh my gosh, I was guilty of that. But that is not who our God is. That is not who our God is. Our God is good. He is faithful. He provides for his children. He loves his children. He gives us wisdom and knowledge, and he strengthens our gifts when we ask for it. If we seek him with all of our heart, he rewards us. Our God is good. So humility is trusting in his character. It's trusting that he is who he says he is. So he is going to take us and he is going to fulfill our promises to us and he is going to take us and fulfill his plan for our life because he does have a plan for our life. He does have a purpose for you. You have a purpose on this earth. So just trust God because he knows what he's doing. I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into the Esther portion of this. The One of the themes that I want to introduce before I even get into the Esther portion is that I believe that the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit works in us, there is a particular light that shines through each of us according to our gifts, according to our calling, according to all of this, but it's the Holy Spirit. It's not our light, it's the Holy Spirit's light, and it's different according to what we're called to be. And so Matthew 5.16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And that's the New International Version. So um, I say that because we so often think that we need to do things or we need to be things in order for God to work through us. But all we need to do is submit to him and allow him to work through us. It's like basically just, I think the best thing that we can do for God. And I've learned this in this season of my life because I was in a habitual cycle of getting into a toxic relationship. The best thing that you can give God is just complete submission, complete trust and saying, God, your plan is greater than my plan and I trust in you. So Queen Esther. Um, let's just get into Queen Esther's story. If you don't know the story of Esther, there was a king, his name was King Xerxes, and he was looking for a new wife after his wife, Queen Vashti, disrespected him and was not, did not go to the area he was at when he called for her for people to gaze upon her beauty. And so the worry that he had was that other women would disrespect their husbands because of Vashti's disobedience. And so he forbade her from being in his presence again. And he sent out people to find virgins to be pampered and prepared to um, possibly be his wife. And Esther was one of those people who was chosen. Esther was um, a Jew. She was an orphan when she was young, but she was raised by her cousin Mordecai. And 
she was chosen, pampered, and brought into the king's presence, and he found favor in her. And actually, everyone found favor in her. Esther just had that quality inside of her that was so attractive, so compelling. Um, and we read that, and we're like, okay, that's like what God gave her. It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier, how the Holy Spirit shines through us, and it's just particular to God's calling on our life. That's what I think of in Esther. She just had that compelling light about her. And so um, Esther is queen, and then um, Xerxes, King Xerxes, has a second in, in command, and his name is Haman. Okay, also, sorry, my stomach just growled, so I don't know if you guys heard that, but if you did, I'm so sorry. I promise that was my stomach, <laughs> but we're gonna just move on. So his name was Haman. Haman was a prideful man, and one day Mordecai didn't bow to him. And so in his anger and in his pride, he said that, I mean, he, he started to scheme against the Jews and he wanted to annihilate them all just because of Mordecai's disobedience. And so he goes to King Xerxes and he proposes that he will give King Xerxes a sum of money in order that he may write a decree to um, basically call on a genocide for all of the Jews and... Um, the king just kind of absentmindedly gave him his signet ring and he signed it off and sent it out. And the Jews reacted by weeping, wailing, mourning. Mordecai specifically ripped off his clothes, mourned in a sackcloth, sackcloth, <laughs> and was, um, I don't think I pronounced that correctly the first time. He mourned in a sackcloth outside of the king's gate. And so Esther heard of this, sent one of her eunuchs out, and he explained everything to Esther and essentially gave her the information that she needed in order to save the Jews. And so I have a couple of verses. Oh, just give me one second. I have to make sure I'm in the right version. Okay, so I had a couple of verses that I highlighted just to kind of give you an idea of what the stakes were. And so he sent that information to Esther and she told Mordecai, all the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned to the king has but one <laughs> without being summoned the king has but one law that they be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives but 30 days have passed since i was called to go to the king so essentially esther would be risking her life for this and Mordecai, who is Esther's cousin, but symbolically is her father figure, convicts Esther in the same way that God convicts us. And this is what he says. It's so good. Also, those verses that I just read, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't even say what the verses were. It was Esther 4.11. I guess just 4.11. It's a really long one. Um, Esther 4.13 through 14 says this, and it's so good, you guys, because it just encompasses this entire message that God has been putting on my heart. So, Mordecai sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all of the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Ooh, it's so good. I love that verse so much. That is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. But the importance of that verse is that Esther needed to look past herself in order to see that there was a bigger picture, a bigger plan that had to be fulfilled through her. 
and all she had to do was submit to God and trust in his goodness and know that he is a good God who is going to pull the Jews outside of this, pull them out of the situation. And so Esther and the Jews fasted for three days. Well, actually, Esther, the Jews, Esther's um, helpers, they all fasted for three days. And then she petitioned to the king who did extend who did extend his golden scepter to her. She um, had a banquet with Haman and the king. The king found out about Haman, and Haman was put to death, and the Jews were saved. But the encompassing message, this the overarching message of this episode, is that even if the stakes are high, even if it looks impossible to you, You need to have faith that God is a good God. And if he promised you that he is going to get you out of the situation he is. And if Esther was put into a position where she could save her people, then she needed to trust that God was going to use her to save the Jews. So you need to embrace being humble. You need to embrace the fact that we cannot figure this out on our own. We need God. You need to look past yourself, abandon yourself to God, submit to God, and just trust in his goodness because God is good. He is so good. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why. But I just, um, okay. There is a reason why you were gifted the gifts, the gifts that God has given you. So I feel like if this is like, I don't know, if this is just (laughs) convicting you for some reason, you should just go to God, pray, And ask him what he wants you to do with your gifts. Because I feel like we're really in a season where he's calling his children to use their gifts for his glory. So submit to God in humility. Trust in his goodness. And just ask that he points you in the right direction. Okay, I think that's it for this episode. Um, I do have a cash app. And I will link it in the bio. I'm just going to put my username. But the cash app is used to... um, So basically, I'm going to use the cash app for equipment, um, also compensation because this takes time away from my son, and he is the most important part of my ministry um, because I have to lead by example, and I have to keep myself in the word. I have to keep myself, you know, in good graces with God because I just want to be obedient to him. I just want to fulfill his plan for my life, and... um, I know that he wants me to do this podcast, but I also know that the bigger calling on my life is to be a mother. So um, I'll link my cash up below and I will also link my social media. So if there's anything you want to message me about, prayer requests, um, honestly, if you just want to talk, that's fine too. Anything is fine. My DMs are always open. And yeah, I just really thank you guys for listening to this episode. And also um, I should say that Donations are not at all expected, but they are appreciated. Um, and I just, I didn't want to accept donations, but 
God put it on my heart to um, just be open to him providing for me financially and he kind of led me to make a cash app before I even made this episode and yeah so I'm just trusting in him and I'm trusting that he keeps my heart posture in the right place and if you could pray for that that would be amazing too and that I just remain obedient in God and I speak the messages that he wants me to speak um yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode know that I will be praying for you and um if you have any prayer requests podcast um recommendations anything of the sort just let me know and I will see what I can do thank you for listening